Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Village's Daily Sun's What's Happening podcast. I'm Holly Lawler, the Associate Managing Editor of Broadcasting for the Daily Sun. And joining me is Executive Producer of the Village's News Network, Jill Winters. Hello, Jill. Hi, Holly. We're going to tell you about what's happening in and around Florida's friendliest hometown. So let's get started with early voting. Jill, you'd have to be living under a rock to not know that there's a huge presidential election coming up in a few short weeks. And starting today, Lake and Marion County voters can go to the polls and cast their votes during early voting. Lake polls are open from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and Marion polls are open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Early voting starts tomorrow in Sumter County, and those hours will be 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Early voting ends in all three counties on October 31st. So if you are anxious to cast your vote already, then check the Supervisor of Elections website in your county to find out where the polling locations are. If you don't want to go vote in person, you have until 5 p.m. this Saturday, that's October 24th, to request a vote-by-mail ballot, which you can also do on the Supervisor of Elections website. I know a lot of people have a cherished tradition of going to the polls on Election Day, but this year has caused a lot of changes no one anticipated. So I recommend getting your vote in as soon as possible to make it easier for local officials on Election Day. Holly, we all know voting is very important in this community and Sumter County, where most of the villages is. Sumter is always at the top of the list for voter turnout throughout the state, so we expect those polls to be busy for the next couple of weeks and definitely on Election Day. Switching gears now, we have a new veterans fundraiser to tell you about this week, and that's a USO tribute event that's happening Saturday at Paquette's Historical Farm Mall. Some of you may not have heard of this location. It's on Whitney Road in Leesburg, which is off State Road 44. It's a tractor museum, but they also have an event venue there. And this Saturday, it's going to be rocking all day from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. with the flashback band, resident performer Billy Thatcher, the swinging sisters, an Elvis impersonator, and a Bob Hope impersonator because you can't have a USO event without an appearance by Bob Hope, right? This is another Villagers for Veterans fundraiser, and they always put on great events that raise a lot of money for veterans' causes. You can get your tickets at the venue the day of the event, and they're only $10 per adult and $5 for children, and it also includes a military car show and a model airplane show by the Villages E-Flyers. So this sounds like a great outdoor event for everyone who enjoys live music, and definitely it's a win-win in my book because you will also be supporting our veterans. And Jill, let me just mention again quickly two other veteran events we talked about at length last week. Sign-ups are still underway for the Veterans Day softball tournament that will be held in November. All Villages softball players who served in the armed forces are invited to participate, and you can get an application from your division chair through October 28th. And a different kind of golf tournament will be held to raise money for the Freedom Memorial Plaza Project at Florida National Cemetery. You can play any course, any day, anywhere within a window of time, and you'll be competing against everyone else who enters. If you want to be part of this, you can go to jvsc.us and click the link under the Events tab. Holly, our local Marine Corps League is gearing up for its major event of the year, and that's the Toys for Tots Drive. Everyone is familiar with this program that makes sure children in the area have gifts under their Christmas tree, and it's even more important this year as many families deal with the economic effects of the pandemic. This past weekend, the Village Vets Corvette Club kicked off fundraising for the event with a private party where they collected unwrapped toys, monetary donations, and pledges for future donations. So keep an eye on your Daily Sun to find out how you can donate to this worthy cause. 
and Jill another worthy cause is back and it combines fundraising with fun. And four, one. The Kiwanis Club of Lady Lake's Sunday Bingo has been a staple in this community for many, many years, and they began hosting it again this past weekend. Doors open at 10 a.m. every Sunday, and games begin at noon and last until 4 or 4.30. They are going to limit the number of people in the building and space everyone out, of course, so if you've been missing this great social event, come out and get a seat. They'll have paper packages and computer packages available. Don't forget your dabbers. Holly, the Kiwanis Club raises money for many charitable endeavors around the community, and most of them have something to do with children, which is always great. They have always participated in the town of Lady Lake's not-too-scary Halloween parties in the past, but this year's event, like pretty much everything else, will be a little bit different. The town did not want to completely cancel the event because of COVID, so they're having a drive through event this year. That sounds interesting. You can get your little ones all dressed up and then drive through the Lady Lake Library parking lot between 4 and 6 p.m. this Saturday to get a trick-or-treat bag full of goodies. It's free and it's geared towards children 12 and under, and it's not quite the same as trick-or-treating, but under the circumstances, it's better than nothing. Jill, it's nice that they didn't cancel the event completely. I take my kids to that event every year, so I guess we'll try out the drive through version this year as well. Over at the Village's High School, the kids are almost adults, and they're figuring out what they want to do with their lives. The school helps out by offering academies where the students can get special skills in a particular field and get a head start on what could turn into a career. The Construction Management Academy provides real-life construction experience and provides a service to the community by building homes for Habitat for Humanity of Lake Sumter. So this is completely a win-win situation, Jill. The kids learn valuable trade skills and more homes get built for local families in need. The Academy just started on their third home, and basically they spend the majority of the year working on this house, with proper supervision of course. And then toward the end of the school year, they present it to the lucky family, that also puts in what they call sweat equity, meaning they work on the house too. The kids actually got to meet the single mother and her daughter who they are building the house for, and it really teaches them about the importance of giving back in your own community. Plus, it prepares them to join the local construction industry, which is always booming in the villages. It's such a great program, Jill, and we salute the school and the kids for their great work. That's right, Holly, and also at the high school, they are wrapping up the fall sports season and soon will be moving into winter sports. You can keep up with all your high school sports news by reading your Daily Sun every day and by watching our weekly prep roundup on the Daily Sun News Show as well. You can catch that segment beginning at 6 p.m. Tuesdays on Xfinity Cable Channel 2 with Daily Sun sports reporter Drew Schaltry. Jill, speaking of sports, the Florida Senior Games announced some changes last week and this year's games scheduled for December 5th through the 13th. Our residents always have a huge presence at the Senior Games, and the Villages is usually a qualifying location. But of course, this year was different, and most of the qualifying events got canceled. So the first change is that the Games will be open to any senior athlete this year. You don't even have to qualify. The second change is that instead of one city, the games will be played in multiple cities. The organizers found that in order to social distance, they needed to use venues across the state. So more than 20 sports will be played in locations like Palm Harbor, Cocoa Beach, and Clearwater, which are on different coasts. So if you're interested in being a part of this very different year for the games, go to floridaseniorgames.org to get all the details and to register. It's crazy, Jill, but many of our athletes are just itching to compete because it's been so long, so I'm sure they'll find a way to make it work.
That's really great news for our residents, Holly, because as we all know, they do love to compete. And it just so happens, the Villages is now offering men the chance to participate in some pickleball competition for the first time in several months. A men's doubles pickleball tournament will be held in November, with sign-ups starting on Thursday. Men who are rated 3.0 or higher can register for free through November 4th at any regional recreation center. A women's tournament was held this month, and now it's the men's turn. And Jill, for those who like to watch live sports, the fall polo season is still in full swing and will be through November 15th. Matches are always played at 3 p.m. Fridays and 1 p.m. Sundays at the Village's Polo Club on Buena Vista Boulevard. This season, they are only filling the stands to 20% capacity, or you can tailgate in your car or golf cart. If you want to check out a live polo match, go to thevillagesentertainment.com to find tickets. Speaking of live events, Holly, live entertainment on the town squares has been up and running for a couple weeks now, and the new system in place is keeping things going smoothly. We just wanted to remind residents that you do need a free pass to get into the square area, and you can get those passes at any Villages box office location or by visiting tickets.thevillages.com. Jill, the studio theater Tierra del Sol is excited to put on its first live show in many months when it debuts Pipeline in November. The studio is bringing the show to the Sharon L. Morse Performing Arts Center so everyone can spread out and have plenty of room. In the meantime, they also are offering the next production in the staged play reading series. It's Candida by George Bernard Shaw, and it's about a love triangle involving a husband and wife in the Victorian era. This show stars Studio Artistic Director Whitney Morse and will run at 7 p.m. this Friday, October 30th and November 6th. The way it works is you go to thevillagesentertainment.com and buy a $10 ticket. Then they'll send you a link to click on at the time and date you choose when the stream will start. So it's like you're watching the show with other people, but in the comfort of your own home or wherever you are. And Holly, a Villages Theatre Group is also about to stream another one of its plays. The Villages Theatre Company will stream Curve Appeal in the Villages on its YouTube channel starting today. The play is an original by Village of Liberty Park resident Ross Wilkinson. You do not need a ticket for this event. You just visit thevillagestheatrecompany.com and click our YouTube channel. Normally, Holly, the theatre company would be doing a live show this time of the year, but even though they cannot do that right now, they are finding ways to keep doing what they love and sharing it with the community. And Jill, another event happening this week is for the book lovers out there, and it's a presentation on Mark Twain through the Enrichment Academy. The Recreation and Parks Department has brought back the Enrichment Academy Speaker Series, starting with this presentation on Thursday at Rohan Recreation Center. Of course, there will be limited capacity and social distancing in the audience. If you want tickets, go to theenrichmentacademy.org and click on Our Team and then Speakers. Holly, another event happening this weekend is the Sumter County Sheriff's Office's Operation Medicine Cabinet. Residents can clear out their medicine cabinets by taking their old medication to Walmart on Wedgwood Lane in the Villages between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Saturday. Deputies will be on the sidewalk by the Garden Center to retrieve unwanted or unused medications so it can be safely disposed of. This is always a popular event around here because people want to dispose of those medications the right way, so here's your chance. Jill, the Walmart Neighborhood Market in Fruitland Park is just one place people can find the big red bus this week if they want to donate some blood. Blood is in constant demand, and the bus travels all around the community to recruit donors. Some of the locations this week are the Winn-Dixie in Lake Sumter Landing, Lowe's in Wildwood, Walgreens on Colony Boulevard, and St. Mark the Evangelist Church on County Road 42. 
For the complete schedule and to make an appointment, all you have to do is visit oneblood.org. Holly, one more opportunity to do some good this week is the Strut Your Mutt fundraiser. We've been talking about this event the last few weeks, and this is the final week to donate to this drive for your Humane Society in Sumter County. The shelter has been posting its adoptable dogs and cats on its Facebook page and accepting donations, and you still can make a donation through Saturday. All you need to do is visit yhsspca.org for all the details. Jill, we say this every week, but it's still true. This community is all about giving in whatever ways help out our fellow humans and animals. This week's interesting story is about a small school that is making a big difference in the lives of some area children. Holy Trinity Episcopal School in Fruitland Park is for students in grades 6 through 12 who have learning differences like dyslexia or autism and have difficulties at traditional schools. This is a place where these kids don't have to worry about getting bullied or falling behind their peers. They can focus on learning and experience what it feels like to thrive. The school is a mission of Holy Trinity Episcopal Church, which is tucked away on Spring Lake Road and is actually one of the oldest churches in this area, started in the 1880s, so it already has a very rich history. The school has been in existence for more than 20 years, and it gives its students individualized instruction instead of teaching an entire class in the same way. It only has 37 students, but the goal is to have a tutor for each child, so they are calling on villagers to volunteer to tutor. This can be done from home. You don't have to meet with the children in person, and you only need to give one or two hours each week. And you don't need any teaching experience. They provide all the training you need. So for anyone out there who loves children and wants to be a part in helping a child succeed, you can call this number. It's 913-558-2600. That's all we have for this week. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. As always, you can find all of our podcasts by visiting thevillagesdailysun.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. I'm Holly Lawler. And I'm Jill Winters. Tune in again next week to stay up to date on what's happening around the villages.